1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL America's fastest-growing TV brand.
2: Hockey, yeah, yeah.
0: My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Oh, all right. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Quit laughing, Lindsay. Declan's not. Quit laughing. Um, Hi, we're all happy. It's Monday. Yeah, yeah. This was fantastic. Uh, wild, eighty-one points. Now they get shut out by the uh, Coyotes in Arizona on Sunday. Coyotes 80, 84 points as we record this, and they're not even the uh, second wild card. That would be Colorado at eighty five. So it's eighty five, eighty four, eighty one. And as you pointed out before we started this, Chicago Blackhawks are now only two points behind the Wild. Um,
2: bottom of the division. So
0: is this is this and ultimately? I think the answer is yes. Is this the best thing that
1: this is unfolding this way, Declan? You go first. Y- yeah, this, yeah. It I'm, makes you happy. I'm jacked. This is great. This is this is exactly. Well, we're this,
2: glad you're alive. This is
1: everything I'm I'm I wanted. Yeah, I mean, I almost. I almost, I didn't almost die, but but I I mean, I, I did. My, my heart almost just collapsed on me of excitement that this uh, almost happened. So uh, the fact that Darcy Kemper too shuts them out, I think is also great. I know Darcy probably felt pretty good after How that.
2: How did he look yesterday? He looked
1: he looked he's good. Played like twenty consecutive, nineteen or twenty consecutive. No, games, that sounds I think.
2: like he's on the Dubnick. Sounds yep. reminiscent of a couple, just a few years back when uh, he was supplanted for that very exact spot.
1: So uh, no, I'm I'm very excited about that. Uh, I'm running out of excuses. With Victor Rask because he <laughs> is awful and I can finally admit that awful. on this podcast it took me you know till the 80th game of the season to do that but he, yes he is bad I, I apologize
2: well he's awful oh. thus far this from what we've seen he hasn't been yeah. great and,
1: and uh I really hope he can reset and and, and figure out his game by next year because because that cap hit's not going away so uh yeah this is good. This is good. We're getting we're, we're 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 tanking. The draft odds are increasing. This is good.
2: I agree. I think I think what this team needed more than anything was just some sort of finality and while it's not final quite yet, um, you know, if they lose in Vegas, it's essentially over, you know, just a couple nights before, but they were for all the years that they've, you know, stormed into the playoffs after they've been on the back end of the season just swooning it away with Weird goal droughts and weird goaltending mishaps. Just straight up, they, this season died the exact way as it should have. Mm-hmm. In a uh, in a in a game where they heavily outshot a team that they were clearly playing better than, and comes up with absolutely nothing. And uh, I just there's I see a few things on social media after the game where they they were getting a little bit on the goaltending. I'm like. Uh-uh uh 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 uh, Dubnyk? uh, uh, uh no no
0: no.
2: Well the first goal that Dubnik gave up yesterday isn't the greatest goal of all time, but it, it at the end of the day, I'm not gonna But in Vegas that. he was phenomenal. He was great. And if at the end of the day, if you don't score, I have no reason to go after the goalies unless there's just the goals were completely preventable, but they were not. They were it that's not the, this this is not on him. I also I
0: think. don't think I of of late since that complete debacle was it against Dallas at home a few weeks ago. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't think
0: this is for lack of effort. No. I, I think that when you're missing Dumba and and as much as we might get on Koivu, he does bring something. Yes. Like he's not a <laughs> he's not a terrible player. He, he gives you something, and now Parisi's been out. At some point What's in, the
2: deal with him?
0: At some point and, and you and it's not like you were great to start off with, right? No, no. So at some point you just say to yourself, Okay, they're trying, but they just don't have a- enough good players. Right, like they're not a play. This is not. This is not a team that I would have any interest as a fan in seeing make the playoffs. Thank right, because yes. I don't want to watch them play. Exactly. The pl- like, exactly. Like, like if you're like, okay, Judd, you could sit down and watch Colorado play uh, the Jets tonight, first right. round, yeah. or you could watch the Jets and Wild. I'm like oh, Colorado. Get- Give me the app yeah. every single time. Yeah. Right. It's more fun to watch,
2: right? Well, we're a little bit, you know, biased in the sense like we've had to watch this all season and we've seen this kind of percolate for months now. Where like I'm watching that game or these last few games like you, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so boring. I feel like we're a dead puck, Jacques Lemaire last couple of years <laughs> of his tenure, where it's just the only thing that's different is that there's just more odd man rushes because. Like I've said the last couple of weeks, I think one of the biggest things I've noticed in their play that's really hurt them at least on the scoreboard has been their inability to shut down the neutral zone and to be giving up so many odd man rushes. That just creates you know so much more energy being um, expended out and trying to make sure that you're not you know giving up that two on one and that you're capitalizing on two ones that you have, which they don't do either. So yeah, it's not great.
0: And they, they've got what right now probably among their top. Four defensemen, they've got three guys that belong there, and then they've had to use guys that probably don't belong there. And so, yeah, at some point, you know, the Dumble loss was huge. Huge. The Dumble loss, you can't I, – I don't think for – The as team wants its
2: swagger, too, when they lost him. For as
0: much as he might drive fans crazy, you can't uh, – or he, he might drive fans crazy with his style of play – what he brought to that blue line was enormous, for and, sure. And if I'm not mistaken, when he got hurt, he led defensemen in goal scoring. right? Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah.
2: I'll do what I usually, what I, I very well, I, I very rarely do, not because I won't do it, but because I'm I'm rarely wrong or completely wrong about something. But I would like to apologize to Matt Dumba for all the flack that I have given him in the past because. I think that I have um, gained a newfound appreciation for him in terms of not just seeing his offensive output for in the moment of a, the goal on the scoreboard, but seeing how that affects the rest of the team, both confidence wise, but also in like work usage wise. Because if you're scoring goals, you don't have to, you're not having to ride a Jared Spurgeon every other shift where he's feeling like he needs to do it all and be really good defensively and offensively. I'm sure Ryan Suter has a different type of year if Matt Dumba is still playing. I'm sure that he's maybe not as slow or banged up, and he's done great you know, for for what he came back from. But I think you can definitely tell that when the goals get taken away, it's, it's easy to say, well, we're not going to win as many games. But you see how that affects all the other players around him. And I guess I did not see Dumba as that transcendental of a player in this locker room, but at least in the locker room this year, he was,
1: and uh, I'm one of those people too that that really harped on Dumba's defensive yep. game, even at the expansion draft. Yep. I I was kind of like, you know what? Just take him. Just take that that yep. and that and you know what? I eat my words there. That's fine. I I like. I'm wrong a lot, so I'm I'm fine eating my words. Uh, but his game this year, both sides. I mean, mm-hmm. just through the roof. I mean, he excelled so much that I am so glad he's on on our team for the next four or five years here. And I, I think the. Th-
0: key thing that you see that the Wild right now doesn't do well, and there's a a lot of things, but they're not very fast Mm -hmm. for the most part. But I think the other thing that you see from good young teams too is – they're not only fast, but they move the puck really well. Like right. the transition, their transition games now, which, and it's incredible to watch, but the transition games of good teams is so
2: quick now. Their breakouts, they're, they're, yes. their neutral zone breakouts, like when they're the bang defense bang. zone, like you reset, go D to D and try to push up ice. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And the that's the so just doesn't have those guys. Yeah, that, and that goes into the neutral zone thing that they've been struggling with. And that goes to your guy, Rask, who just can't
1: move. Oh my God. I, I don't know what to do anymore. I mean, I, I, I kind of want to give the guy a pass. He had a he had a terrible start to the year with that Freak injury with his finger. He we gets traded. There's no continuity when he comes here. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of oh, want to give him a little bit of a cushion instead of just looking at those first seven games before he went down and be like, "Oh, this guy's terrible. He's terrible." I was like, well, give him a little shot. Oh, I mean, he's doing, he's doing those Thomas Vanek things where he's just passing up open. But shots. do you see the it's skills awful. there? Like, Trigger. Like oh.
0: oh, so, so the guy that I'm giving time to, and and he pops up occasionally, but I think he's going to be fine. Is Fiala. I think Fiala's going to be fine. I think Like, so too. like I think he's played his off-wing. He's tried to settle. He, you know, Donato, to his credit, got here, and it was like, bang. Right. And, and he was fantastic. Fiala strikes me as a guy that wants to play a north-south game, uh, but it's taken some time. And so there's games where you're like, you know. He's and, excited. And, and he turns the puck over, which yep. is, is a problem. But anyway, he does things, and I'm like, you know what? I think he'll be fine. Rask, I have no clue, because I, I don't see, like, the skills there. Right, like Fiala, you see the skills, and they're just not consistently unleashed. Right, Rask, I actually watch his game, and I'm like, am I watching something from 1982? <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, no, yeah. like I, I agree. He he would fit in with you know that style of play yep. more so. But the game's just so fast
1: with Fiala too. I, there's an aggressiveness that I like with him, even, even though he's turning the puck over. There's an aggressiveness that that a lot of players in the wild don't have. So I'm I can be okay. I'm okay with some of those turnovers where. He he turns the puck over, but but you can tell it he's trying to do something. Where Rask, I I don't know, I have no idea what he's trying to accomplish when he's out there.
2: Yeah, I think I and we'll circle. We'll, we'll go a little bit deep dive into this now that we're kind of summarizing all these new guys because I want to get I want to grade these trades just based on how how they've turned out this year at least each trade that was made. But I think what we appreciate appreciate about Fiala and about Donato especially is not only that they're shooting but they're not scared to just go and they're not scared to make a mistake which is where what you get with young guys that's one of the great things when you have it when you have young guys in the lineup is that you have guys that are going to be I'm going to go run through a wall and sometimes those shifts end up really well where they end up being productive not just on the score sheet but maybe they end up doing you know, some really good breakouts they play well defensively but when when you're playing that style of game you have to be able to rein it in and have players on that team to help rein them in when it starts to get a little bit overextended i just think that this team leadership is a little murky right now just because there has been so much turnover oh it absolutely there's is. tons of guys out so there is nobody to rein in the fiala turnovers or 16 has been turning the puck over just a little bit the last few games as well, and I think the off season is going to be so so important for this team to not only just get away from the rink but to get away from each other, yeah, and to get away and to maybe take away you know those mindsets that they have. You're like, I work really well with this guy usually. I'm like, yeah, sure. When we they had the roster I, yes. that they had last year and really try that's to why, wipe it.
0: That's why I, I've been. Serious when, when I said uh, if I was the organization, I would have a new captain because mm-hmm. I think you have got to hit a reset here with, right. with exactly what you're saying and and defined roles that people believe to be in place have to be right no longer the same thing. Yeah, so and like, reflected like they,
2: but in that. Like in that they show up for well. camp,
0: and, and we have seen teams. The Sharks, the Kings, yep. who have stripped a captain, and, mm-hmm. and they don't, they don't the hurric- dump that, they don't
1: the dump, hurricanes even, too yeah, right? and they yeah. don't dump that player. The
2: hurricanes strip the sea from,
1: yeah, uh, J- Justin, Justin Falk. They, tripped they- it, yeah, like two years, like last year, a year ago. Justin Williams is their captain now. So your boy, they
2: gave Justin Williams the captainship. Ma'am. I did not know, and
1: that. and he's great. He's great.
2: Well, he's Justin Williams. He's and money. He's, he's money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and so what? The Sharks stripped uh, Joe Thornton, and I think gave mm-hmm. it to was it Pavelski? Oh, they didn't, have, yeah. one yep. they didn't yep. have one for a while. they didn't have one for
2: a while because that was that was right after they were up three nothing on the Kings in that in the that's in the first right. round series, yeah. and they ended up losing four three. The Kings
0: stripped a just around and gave it to Kopitar, correct? Yep. So, but that's why I do think, to your point, Lens, that it's important to redefine roles here. Mm-hmm. And, and so when these guys do come back, nobody has an assumption of we're just going to go back to how it used to be because that's what this that's what this franchise needs is right. to. That six-year playoff run, which is probably almost certainly going to come to an end now, mm-hmm. there needs to be sort of a line drawn and, and say, okay, that didn't work to the extent that we hoped it would. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to hit a reset button and we're going to come back with a different idea. For sure. So,
2: Absolutely. All right, let's go into these grades. So I'll just go right. off of... What's most recently, or uh, we'll start from the the first one of the year, and then these are just players that have played on the club this year, so it's not including those minor league deals. Mm-hmm. So on January sixteenth, Justin Cluse was traded for Pontus Aberg. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on grading that trade, Pontus Aberg for the Minnesota Wild? C
1: minus, C minus, C-. that high? Yeah, 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 and that's that's pretty modest. Um, the player is a failure. Yeah, and and Kloos, I really liked and <laughs> uh, I, I I didn't think he was going to be a game changer in the NHL, but Pontus has been has been awful. I don't think it was so detrimental. So that's why I maybe just give it a C minus. Mm. Like I, I don't think the trade hurt or helped the Wild in any way really, but Pontus Aberg is
2: fair, fair enough. Uh, but I but I, I don't know, it's I don't not know if it it's hurt not him. where it's what, when yeah. we get well, to the later trades and not as impactful. If yeah.
0: if Pot, so so to me my commentary on this has nothing to do with clues. So if this had been Aberg for a player to be named and, and at this point in time we still didn't know that player, I'd say it's a DRF because the player is just so damn bad. Like sure. like the fact that they relied on him for anything or had to <laughs> eventually mm-hmm. was scary. Like he gives – he's a minus player in every regard. Like he gives you nothing. So is
2: everybody else on this roster.
0: I don't know. But like even if you were to tell me, you know, Judd, you've got to take Rask or Pontus. I'm taking Rask. Yeah. I, Pontus Amberg <laughs> oh is awful. This is
2: Russian yeah. roulette like, like here on Judge hockey show. go to
0: a game and watch him. He yeah. does – he stands around. He – he tries to play like he's got talent. It's like, dude, you got to be moving constantly. You don't have any talent. He's a terrible player. <laughs> he is an awful oh, player. Jesus. What Paul Fettin saw in it the only... The, Paul Fettin, his reliance in Pontus is almost like Pontus must be his kid or something. Because you could only love your child as, a, as such a flawed person. Like, he's no good.
2: Oh, my goodness. Pontus Averick's so terrible. So, give, right. give me your letter grade yeah. for okay. that.
0: It's just an F. It's just <laughs> a whole, F. The whole
2: Shockingly, Judd has started with an F.
0: I know, but... Go to the next trade because I next actually trade. have a higher I, – I think I have a higher opinion of this trade. Than All I mean, right. Potta Zabrook's terrible.
2: The day after that, Minnesota Wild send Nito Niederreiter and his $5.25 million cap hit to Carolina for Victor Rask. Your thoughts?
1: Uh, D-minus. Oh my goodness. Right. Um D- and I would have I w- I was really excited about that trade cuz it was cuz we finally did something. Yes. That was and, the first
2: big shoe to drop so And to
1: say. uh even though uh, Nino was always a good puck possession guy that came to get logged down by ice time and by rolls and by position, I I just thought a change was necessary and I I thought with Victor Rass coming here is it, it was very similar to what Nino was viewed as in Carolina where he had this great start with the Hurricanes for the first few years and then he just Things just did not go his way. There was a bunch of obstacles in his, in his way, and I thought, all right, we don't have a center. This, this, this might work out. This is going to be good. And Victor has just been a, a huge disappointment, um, even, even though I gave him a, a big cushion. and I think last night's game was the straw I broke the back, so uh, it, that's, that's, that's a D-minus. What? That's just him. Yeah, it's that's Victor. Yeah, that Fair is enough. who he is. And D-. That's, D-.
2: this is just for what we've seen this season. This isn't Correct. on potential okay. or anything oh, else. We're just well, going off of this that's year. F2, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Shocking. It did both. not change for you. It's enough. then. I'm going to give that deal a D. For
0: what what did, did you give the Averg?
2: Um, I will give that one uh, a C as I'll, I'll go a little bit higher. I I I, I subscribe to your rationale. Optimism. Though. This optimism. Your, Judd not, optima- I, not, just, not optimism. It's, it's not just right, that he so didn't right. it's not like he was the one that wrecked the season. Yeah, it's that's not how it's not it like, you know, it's yeah. they didn't give up much for him Judd's to gonna fire both of us. Yes. for once. Terrible. All right, the next <laughs> trade we have a fifth-round pick was sent uh to the Vegas Golden Knights for Brad Hunt. I give this deal an A-plus, personally. He's been good. He's I think oh, he's, he's been great. He's actually
0: being asked to do more than you would like him to have to do. But he's rose to it. the occasion. But he's act, But he's been, a, uh, I'd say he's been a nice player. I,
1: I, I give B-minus. I go oh. B-minus. Okay. I, I don't. I can't give him an A. Uh, right. I, n- I didn't get a lot of A's in my life, so I, I know what an A looks like, and that, that is not an A. So all I'm going to go B-minus. Right. B-minus is very fair. Yeah,
2: B-minus. B- B-. All right. Yep. And then, trade deadline deals. We have Charlie Coyle being sent to Boston for Ryan Donato and a... 2019th, 2019,
1: 2019 fifth round pick. A plus. <laughs> a plus a really? Really? I did. Are you sure? Are you? That, sure? is, an are you that sure? is an A. That is an A. plus trade. Uh, that was that was amazing. And you know, Donato. I, 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 no one expected this, but he like, has ah. just been so phenomenal. Charlie Coyle was uh, who I loved. I, I love him all of, of you three. I liked him the most. I was fine with his game. I was tired of it. I, I, everyone got sick of his offensive ceiling never reaching yeah. it. I I like him. He's a very responsible player, but. Ryan Donato brings this mantra and this motto to the team that I just absolutely love and is contagious. Well, I wish it was more contagious, but he, he's been phenomenal. That's an A-plus trade. A-plus.
2: Je- oh, that was a very je- – A-plus. A-plus trade.
0: Um, I'm going to bring that grade down by half a grade to an A. Okay. Just it, an, a. It's an A. It's an A trade. It's a fa- it looks like it's currently a great trade, and I think it's going to stay a great trade. So, yes, Paul Fenton done good. A.
2: I'm about to get controversial here because everybody's obsessed with Ryan Donato, no. Yeah, I do like and him. And fair enough, because I get why people are obsessed with him, because he shoots the puck, which at the very least no one else does. No so I else. get why everybody is like, holy cow, look at this guy. He's working his ass off. He's shooting pucks. It's great. He really hasn't put that much up on the scoreboard production-wise the last few games. Neither – no one else has. But he
0: had before that. But
2: let's not make this out into a huge, you know, big-time success. This this kid, I think, is going to be a huge part of the future of this franchise. But since we're grading this season thus far – None of my great, none of my grades are gonna make sense. I'm gonna give this. Gr- I'm gonna give him a B plus. I'm gonna give him a B plus okay. because I think that he do- He you're, definitely gave a little to get bit of controversial. I think you're going to come Well, with like but C every, or but everybody, too, but everybody else is gonna give it an A. They're gonna say that's the best trade that they've made this year. So by me saying that's not my best trade so that taking, I think they've made this year, you're taking a
1: hipster approach. It's it, you're doing. You're going ever, away from the norm. How
2: dare you ever accuse me being just a just hipster? or Anything? Do not. Do not give me that grunge. All right. Last deal that's been made <laughs> this year thus far. Yep. Mikhail Granlin gets sent to uh, Nashville for Kevin Fiala your grades.
1: Uh, again, I'll go B, B- minus. Um, if, we're, if, if we're gonna take the Lindsay look at the season as, a, as what has happened with the trade, I'll go B minus. I think they're very similar uh, players mm-hmm. but uh, and, and I like what Fiala should be able to do long term. Uh, as I said, I like his confidence even though he turns the puck over and has had some really uh, head scratching games. I think he's going to be a big part of the future. And Mikael Granlin, you had to get rid of that contract. You weren't going to be able to repay him a new one. So I, 5.75
2: yeah, through you are, this season. You were
1: not going to be able to give him a raise on this day. team. So so I'm okay with moving on from Granlin. I, I maybe still would have waited at the draft day to trade him, but B-. minus.
2: Fair enough. Judd?
1: First of all, I was seeing, and you, you're correct that
0: he hasn't had points of late, but Donato has 16 points and 4 goals in 19 games. So so, production's there. So yeah, the production has been there, and I am.
2: But but why are people why are people really getting on Ryan Donato's bandwagon because he's shooting the puck? How many goals does he have? Uh, Four goals. And how? Exactly.
0: Four goals. Hey, but
2: I know. I know. I'm just saying. Still shoots the puck. But is a
0: very fair grade. That's, that's fair grade. fine. That's fine. Um, where am I? I'm trying to find what Granlund. I've got it. Uh, oh, I have the it. The page called up here. What has Granlund done? Uh,
1: in 13 games in Nashville, he has one goal, three assists, four points. He's a minus six, no power play points. Excuse me. One power so play So assist. that's not that, working well, got, well for Nashville. And the they line. got him for the power play. Yeah. Their power mm-hmm. play is awful. Awful. And he
0: was supposed to, I believe the addition of Granlund, Boyle, Simmons. and Simmons. And Simmons has done nothing there, too. Uh, I'm going to give this trade – so we are grading this to date, correct? Yes, like, to date. Like no projections. Right. Correct. Uh, I'm going to give it a C. I mean, a C. Both, okay. both yeah. guys have been average at best, right? Yeah. That's Fiala's not I like been great. I like Fial. I think he's going to be fine, but he has certainly struggled. Granlund has too. I'd say it's just a wash right now. Yeah. Like, like if if Nashville clearly thought, okay, we, we've got a player to, that's going to improve us short term right now. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't. So
2: no. it's see Yeah. I'll I'll give a C plus for the Fiala like you. I think that there have been flashes of, of things, but obviously he still has has some work to do, as every twenty two year old does in every other profession in the world. So let's remember that when we talk about players as well. Um let's why don't we move on and have some fun with fun with some stuff because it's been so depressing watching these watching these games. Um what I'm I'm interested because just watching bruce he looks so miserable oh, i feel well, he bad and trapped and he, just he
0: can't accept no. losing and, and i think un- unfortunately unfortunately i thought that, that there was a good chance he was going to be fired but i did find out there, there was a report last week that i had no clue about did you guys know that he signed so i think he signed a four four-year contract he's going to be going his the initial signing year. His initial signing. Mm-hmm. So Chuck Fletcher sent him to a four year contract. He's now th- completing year three, and I thought they're going to fire him yep. and just p- pay him for year four. What I didn't realize until this past week was he also got two more years as a consultant. So that contract was actually a six-year oh, contract. So they're trying to do a so, twins
2: kind of. So now, thing now the end.
0: rumor is oh. that Leopold is not going to let Fenton fire Boudreau because that contract, you know,
2: he's going to get paid either way exactly, for another so two do years. Do you want to be
0: paying a coach while, while you're paying while you're paying a guy to sit out for the final year of his coaching contract
2: plus the other additional plus the other yeah. additional years,
0: or do you want to say, uh, 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 I don't want to pay another coach too, and so bring back Bruce, which I think would be fantastic. Right. Because I've been pro-Bruce yeah. this whole time. Right, Yeah. Right, right, right. So if they bring Bruce back, I think that's great. Right. But anyway, I, I did not I, know that, that he had two additional... I,
2: I, 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 I did not know that either, and that's, and that's good to keep in mind in, in terms of if he gets fired because that just means there's more money off the books for, more, for a longer period of time. But when a coach is that exacerbated, I always kind of go back to as a coach myself and then as a player when I've put coaches where I've been part of games where... They haven't been our best, and I understand why our coach like semi hates us for the for the for the time being. Um, I don't, know. Declan. How long did you play hockey for? How, what, what what's your experience uh, at organized hockey?
1: Zero years. A couple years of street hockey as a goaltender. Okay, and That hockey. was it? That was runner, it. Runner up. But zero like, years. You, so
2: you've never been bag skated? No. Have you ever been like just? Uh, punishment? Anything else? And in, in sports Hockey related? Well, just oh. any <laughs> other sport that you've played where you have a practice where it's like it's what we call a no puck
1: practice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in baseball, I played baseball growing up, so yes, I had so p- baseball. You of guys those. had
2: to run around on the field twice, Killers, and then yeah. cu- and then that was that was it yep. for the cardio of the day. Yeah. Judd, what about you?
1: House league uh, one year
0: in eighth grade.
2: So we did we were, you guys we get not- ba-
0: we well, I don't know. No, not on purpose. I mean, we skated a lot, but no, I, we we were not like we did not lo- lose a game and then have to go out and practice again or get bag skated.
2: Well, this does wonders for my bit, yep. as I'm the only but, one that's been truly bag skated multiple times. But but it's... our pro
0: players now, like I I encouraged I, when they fired Yo and the Wild went that year on a uh, Western Canada road swing. I said if I was Torgetti, I would bag skate him the entire trip. Yeah, I'd get him out there every day, and they never did. So, so, do pro players get bag skated now?
2: I think, I think it it's still, like I think it still happens. I just think that it's a less effective tool that can be used. Sure. 10, 15 years ago, you could, be, like, people, it sucks to get bag skated. If, and for anybody, any of our listeners that have been in, uh, through it, you know tweet us tell us your story because i've had horror stories where it's like you know full herbies 25 of them puking in between that
0: could cause you like
2: puking through the mask the whole bit oh yeah and then the absolute worst part of bag the worst part of bag skating especially as a goalie is like once you're about halfway you're you're, you've done a few and the stops and starts just kill you and that your legs get so tired so they just like straighten up so you're just like chopstick walking down the ice
0: oh god
2: Um, but I think uh. I think it's still it, it depends on the team because if it's a younger team you can play you can you can do that more but it depends on the personalities because kids don't respond to the same type of stimulus. Th-
0: this team does not. Aside from that pathetic performance against Dallas a few weeks back, this team does not need that. Like, the,
2: well, what are you going to do at this right, point in the season? Right, but I mean, they're yeah. not. It,
0: this is not a situation, and, and I love to dump on this team when when I feel that they are becoming right. a lazy bunch of players, but. This is not laziness. No, like the Arizona game, they just they don't have it.
2: And I'm not saying Bruce should bag skate them. I'm just he has the look of the coach that just he needs to reclaim some of his power. Well, and the way you do that is to bring t- the players to your mercy. I by tell you bag what,
0: skate. I think the I think the Coyotes wild game on Sunday was a matchup of whichever of those guys gets their team in the playoffs, and it might it could be it might not be. Arizona was a matchup of two coaches who should be in serious consideration for coach of the year. Because Tocket and Bruce have both done a fantastic. job. You're saying job.
2: Bruce should be up for coach of the year. No, this he won't year. be
0: now, but I said if he could get this collection in the playoffs, which we don't oh. think he's going to, but if he had gotten that eighth spot,
2: Come he on. wouldn't win it.
0: But my God, that man has pulled every string possible. He has.
2: Sure, but they not and
0: I, no, and now I'm now I'm not suggesting that right. he deserves votes. But when they were when they look like they might get a playoff spot. I said, yeah, he's done a fantastic job. Like that he's initial pulled initial every- surge. And yeah. I think he's exhausted from pulling the strings, don't yeah, you? Like he I looks agree. to me like a man who is absolutely exhausted because he's done everything in his power to will this team.
2: Well, he's, he's pulled all the parts. He's pulled all the bag skates, he's pulled all the he's I'm gonna go in the locker room and just curse you he's out. Hugged. Yep. He's done mm-hmm.
0: everything possible. Yep. But but I do believe now that we are just at a point where he must look at that roster and be like, I tried. Like when you're being forced in fact, you, you didn't bring this up in the grades. When you are being forced, as I think we talked about on last week's podcast, to play Botetto. oh God, like, was but, he
2: out there? B- Sealer played last night, didn't he?
0: Yeah, but Botello. In fact, I think Botello's now like sat out three games. But I mean, Botello, uh. like. Pontus is just terrible. Yeah, like, Pontus and I guess Potato's yeah. a really nice guy. He's a really good guy. Guys love him. Most
2: guys are really nice. So this guys. isn't. A,
0: this is not an indictment. I, I feel bad saying this, but you watch him play, and it's like, dude, what? How?
2: Yep, for sure. And yep. there's
0: no way that Bruce. There is no way that Bruce Boudreau said thought to himself tonight. I'm going to scratch Sealer <laughs> and play Potato. There he. You know he was told Puppet play Master Potato. Paul. Yeah. So Puppet Master Paul. So it's but a weird. I bit. just I look at Bruce and I think to myself. One, I'm concerned about the guy's health, but two, <laughs> no, seriously, I know because he gets so red, and you know hey. he's not in the greatest of shape. Yeah, I, I hear you. Had,
2: we've had coaching with health issues in Absolutely. this town before, so we're very aware. So of that. I'm,
0: I'm seriously concerned about his health, but I do think he's done a fantastic job. This is I, this is probably one of the best jobs he's done just as far as getting a team close to a mm-hmm. playoff spot, and you're like, this team might be a
1: last-place team.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair, I suppose. Poor Bruce. Yeah. I do feel bad. But I do wouldn't fire bad. him.
1: No. I not fire him. That, I, hope he, I, I hope still kind of want – and I know, he, like I said, he's got that contracting clause, so th- th- that might negate this comment, but I still wonder if he just walks away. I mean, how, what is the likelihood of him just walking yeah, away?
2: Yeah, but I don't think he wants to leave Minnesota because they, they own that new junior team that's kind of based out of Coon Rapids that his but wife ma- is running and right, stuff, but, too. But maybe he oh.
1: just wants to put all the focus into that and his kids okay, and here's his my grandkids. Question. Yeah. And, uh, what's he going to do? Now, yeah,
2: exactly. Now to your
0: Okay, to your point, I said this five years back. When at some point when the twins were bad, I said the same thing about about Gardy. I said he's gonna walk away. Look at his health, look at how he just looks miserable, he's not in good shape. And he didn't. So they don't
2: know what else to exactly. do. It's, yeah. it's 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 like it, Gardy
0: could have easily done the same thing. Right. I'm like, this team's terrible. I'm just done here it's and what they it. know
2: and it totally makes sense especially if you're a former player the biggest it's the toughest transition that i've had to make and i'm i'm not sure what other people's experience if they have experiences please let me know but if you're an athlete and when you or or a coach or you've been involved with something for such a long time and just take a step back and then just the finality of it you, it's not the game it's not the um structure. It's the it's the support network. It's being with your being with your guys or with your gals and having people around, not just like to talk to, but you want people around to like notice if something's not going right with you or yes. if you're not feeling great. Or if you are feeling great and to like share in that with you. And that's what you lose when you uh you leave the game. And that's that's why you see so many coaches. Look at Ken Hitchcock for God's sake. Yeah. The guy is like retired well, for a If Boudreau walked
0: away from here he would he would be back in the league coaching and Pretty quickly. Well, yeah.
2: God, would take him right. uh, a week and a half when he was not even when he was fired for Washington and then picked There's up by Anaheim? Yep. Yeah. If if he does get fired, let's just let's play let's just play uh, play sure. a game. Where where do you think his most likely landing spot if he gets fired and he were to say, I'm going to definitely coach next season? There's a lot of jobs
0: going to be open, right? I. Really Are liked. there
2: though? Because aren't there a lot of jobs that were well? Bruby's got to keep the anymore. job
0: in St. Louis unless Quenville wants it, and that would be the only way. Although Bruby one thousand percent deserves to have that job. I would, oh, for
1: sure. I, I would say the most attractive destinations, if I was Bruce, would be Edmonton, Philly, uh,
2: yeah.
1: and, and
0: Philly would be going back with Chuck. Yeah. If they don't, but keep, do, you, do you? If
2: you're Bruce, you want to yeah. go back with Chuck?
1: Yeah,
0: I think they got along okay. I but, think. But, but the guy yeah. in Philly, what, what's it? Gordon. Yeah, something like that. I don't know what the heck he is. Um, who replaced Haxtel's done a pretty yeah. good job. He, well, so they they, they made,
2: made a, they made a little bit of a run. They it did. depends on how the younger kids have have uh, attached to that coach because they have the Carter, Hart, and all that other. I'm,
1: I'm intrigued by Egmonton. because that's like, a good one. I like yeah, that one. because What's he's he's had he he coached star players before.
2: Connor McDavid seems like he that he's a more low maintenance star too. That he seems like he would be a star that. Bruce would not only know how to handle, but would be like, this is the type of guy that I want. And they're
1: wasting him. So I. I
0: now the Oilers have to you know. get a GM first. In no, place which they true. which they kind won't do yeah. until after the season is done.
2: I don't, it's so toxic up there though. It just seems like whatever they throw, yeah, whatever but, they throw but in, and they the just chance, can't.
0: But to what you just said, if you got the chance,
2: I know McDavid that's fair and
0: dry yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: But then you have to deal with your the Luchich contract for till God <laughs> knows when. And and they're Boy, but they, the, they're McDavid strapped th- the
0: McDavid
1: thing would that's, be really that's exciting. That's, that's exciting me.
2: fair That's fair.
0: So, because yeah, so let's say. St. Louis goes to Beruby. Yeah, I think that's let's a, say Philadelphia deal. opens up. Edmonton opens up. Chicago is gonna keep their guy. Culton's Florida's keeping shot. their guy, right? Uh, he might get fired. Bob Boogner might get fired. Mm, that
2: might not be a bad decision Who's the either? who's the King's
1: who's the King's buffoon?
2: Oh, he's done. They're, Willie he, Day yeah, Jarden he, Su- okay. Yeah, he's done. They're gonna be getting a new they're gonna be. Yeah, so you, you, you walk in open. with a number one overall pick. Go that back doesn't happen. Go that doesn't work out west. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. happen very often in the NHL. Bruce would get a job.
0: Oh, for I sure. I oh, yeah. would Be, yeah, yeah, coaching, yeah. be back in coaching. For sure, well, because very he's
2: shown that he can coach in but big Bruce, cities. But Bruce
0: is not. It's he's not even close to the problem here. No, he's like, not. No, like, no, no, no. Like, but that's I mean, the but thing. You're, is, you're
2: thinking rationally no, right I now. I know. I know. What, what, at least when it, in terms of the the, coach, and of Fenton, like the potential yeah, and coaching,
0: of change. Fenton. The only thing that I can hope is is that Leopold does put up a roadblock on Fenton and says, "You're not going to fire a guy who essentially has three years left on, on a contract, so I can go pay another coach." So yeah, that would and be who
2: are you going to get? Like, there's that's also it, been a bunch of guys that are, like— Dean
0: Everson would be promoted, I think, yeah. to, to, to yeah. Is that the AHL guy? That's the AHL just... guy who was Fenton's guy in Milwaukee, who then, who then, when they fired Bruce's buddy, Anderson, after oh. last year, oh. they forced Bruce to take him. Yep. Fair so, enough. So it's sort of like, now, now, here's the problem. Dean runs the power play.
2: Uh-oh. <laughs>
0: you guys watch that power play sometimes?
2: Unfortunately, it's, yes. The it's personnel, personnel
0: it's choices, a unwell. little bit— I, I heard that there was one point this uh, – it was the Islander game actually where, where they scored two power play goals after they switched Donato t- to the first unit of the power play that basically Bruce told Dean put him on the first pairing.
1: Well, hold on though. Or De- first line. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I first thought – First unit. I he was – Donato was on the second. I was for whatever reason think Dean Everson was coaching in, in Iowa. I don't know why I thought that. No, Yes, he's, but he's no, there. He's the, he's the assistant he's the, in, the, in the big club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but I mean that's – Right.
0: But it's like there have been times I've watched that, that power play – and the personnel choices, I don't right. understand at of course, at all. of course. So, anyway, I, I... Perplexing.
1: I'm hoping they keep her. I agree. Love I agree. Right. What else you got here, Lindsay? You I got
2: else? CWHL. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's... What, so what's going on with that? Absolutely so terrible. for those for of us folded. that don't
2: know, because hockey, as it's a niche sport, it, we have a tendency to just stay in our own bubble. CWHL, the Canadian Women's uh, Hockey League, which is the NWHL equivalent, just... Up in Canada, it's older. It's it's, one, it, it was
0: one of two leagues. in It was Canada, one correct? of two leagues, okay. and
2: it is going to be. It, it was just announced yesterday uh, that they are going to be folding as of basically now after 12 seasons, and uh, you know they 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 have teams in Toronto, Montreal. They they had just expanded to two teams in China. Um, tons of Canadian Olympic talent usually plays up there. A lot of uh, Team USA girl uh, women play up there as well if they're not in the NWHL. Sure, and uh, they're folding the league and. It's not great for women's hockey. They said business. It, league folding, though? It's finances? it's it's finances and yeah. and the NWHL isn't uh, uh, booming. Well, it's not it's not not booming. But the problem is is that people expect like the same business models that work for men's sports to work sure. as women's sports, and that. And then they're like, oh, I wonder why they failed. You're like, well, you have to market it a certain way and you have to go and be very vigilant and doing your research and what cities and how you're presenting your product. And I'm not saying the CWHL did not do that. What I'm saying is that this might not be as bad as everyone else is making it out to be because obviously it's very unfortunate that the league folded. People are out of jobs as of right now. It's mm-hmm. it's a le- There's no such thing as too many women's sports leagues. There really isn't because there's not enough period. Yeah. But I think what for the end WHL it's on better footing than it was even a couple years ago. And this is a, this is a, a league that added your Minnesota white caps last August. So just a couple months before the season of this year in which the white caps won the Isabella cup. So the, the NWHL equipment of, of the Stanley cup, they added them super late before the, the, this season started. So while it seems like there's a lot of things right now, they're like, Well, not where are all these women what are we gonna do? The one league thing, it might not come out this second, but I wouldn't put it past that Danny Ryland, who's the commissioner of the NWHL and uh, I'm sure the C W H L leadership, to try to figure something out. Maybe it's not gonna be all of the teams, obviously, but I think you can get the Toronto Furies, which was partnered with uh with the Toronto Maple Beliefs and the Lake Canadians who were partnered with Montreal Canadians and there's uh
0: there's so to come into the that to the come
2: White into and in. yes to come into the NWHL or at least well, that'd be good. it I think it would be good and I think that they, they were that that was kind of in the plan yeah they were
1: there is there is talks already right ongoing
2: well right. and there's been to- there have been talks for years like like I said the Whitecaps just joined the NWHL this year this past season so until not even a year ago their future was incredibly uncertain uh, in terms of just continuing to exist um, but I think that. The Buffalo Buttes, which are already part of the NWHL, are owned and managed by the owners of the Buffalo Sabres and the Buffalo Bills. And that now that the CWHL has shuttered their doors, I think that opens up you know, a lane or at least an easily accessible lane to take on a couple of these teams, expand that league and may, and make a better case to the NHL and partnering too. Absolutely. Which I think is which makes the totally biggest sense. thing you need to do. Uh-huh. And what the White Caps had done. Board,
0: is Gary on board with this idea though? Cuz it makes I a think, lot of sense.
2: I think yeah, I think so. I Gary Gary's uh, you know company line most of the time yeah. with with Garibere and I get why they why they don't want to speculate but it just it makes too much sense. And Leopold sense. does
0: not own the White Caps, correct? He, he does he not. supports them. No, the, no,
2: the NWHL owns White Caps. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and that well,
0: makes sense for him to buy that team to be honest.
2: Right. And it just makes sense especially with uh the Olympic uh, they the team USA won the the gold last year at the Olympics. You had the Kendall Coin at the at the NHL All-Star yeah. game. She's on the White Caps. There's there's no better time. But we just gotta we just gotta give it a few minutes. But it's unfortunate that the league is folding. But I think it could uh, it so could. it
0: could help things actually. You're saying long term, it could result in a in a step forward if this is handled correctly.
2: I like to think of it as a controlled burn, like a prairie burn, where okay. you would burn yeah. it down and then maybe rebuild it to make even better. better but range, yeah. we'll we'll see. You guys can send us your thoughts if you guys have any thoughts on uh, the CWHL folding. So, so how many teams does this league own? In the NWHTL? The yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not or, entirely you. sure about the actual ownership. It was my understanding that the league own, at least has a, a majority stake of ownership in each of the teams, but that might not be true anymore. Okay. But I think what down the road what they want it to be is that you have an owner, obviously, of the team – uh, and that might be the NHL partner or some other uh, some other person, but I think the partnership with the NHL is the most important thing because the Whitecaps did a great job with the they were playing at TriA. Absolutely, they sold yeah. out. They were the, they were profitable. Oh,
0: it's good yeah. and it's a great, which is insane. Brand of hockey. Which
2: people like, but if it's you really good hockey. Team, yeah, so. it's great hockey. But I don't think people understand like it's pro- how crazy it is that for a women's team to be profitable mm-hmm. anywhere. Period. It right. doesn't happen. Sure. It doesn't happen in college. It, it doesn't happen for a lot of men's sports in college. Absolutely. So it's a huge. Huge deal, and if you take that model, and Minnesota is unique, but hey, it can be done. So okay. why not?
0: All right, Declan. Last thing that we're going to talk about. Okay,
2: Desion.
1: But uh, you know what? It's I'm going to. Oh yeah. I, well, I, I think it's until
0: fun. Saturday morning. I had never heard of.
1: American International. I know. Okay. That, I, I, it was going to go one of St. two. St. Cloud ways. State lost. Yeah. St. Cloud State lost. Again, seed. a team f- I've never,
0: never heard of. One they lost to who? American International. Inter- Saturdays. All right. right.
1: Saturday's oh, all right. Dude, That's, yes. I think it's that college. That was, that was our it's a, childhood. Okay. It's an East Coast school, right? Yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's it. no, anyway, it's anyway. no anyway,
0: holy so cross. But you went to St. Cloud and you worked in St. Cloud, but you're happy about it?
1: I'm happy about it for a couple reasons. Okay.
2: I always love being the number one team and then just getting to the doorstep and then not even ringing the doorbell. And Minnesota bell.
1: State lost as well. So Got the Bulldogs. I finally Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. understand, after <laughs> going to St. Cloud State and being a 26-year-old now, I understand why people don't like St. Cloud State. Like, don't like St. Cloud State the city. Or don't like St. Cloud the city and don't like St. Cloud State people. Expanded. Because this reaction throughout the entire season uh, by a certain fan base up there was embarrassing to everyone involved in that hockey program, why? When they fired Bob Motzko, and they hired Brett Larson, and, and you can be upset that they didn't that fire Bob. Uh, excuse me. When Bob Motzko quit. He, he yep. Left yep. Him. Yep. When Motzko left his team and joined the enemy, you can be upset about that. I and there was some shady, fishy business that went and devolved into that, and that's that's totally college respectable. athletics with shady business. But the fact that throughout this whole season, that that Saint Cloud State team essentially was the same: the roster, the record, the performances. And you thought that Bob was possibly holding you back from getting past the big game in March. And what happens? You go out and lose to. It, the loss to Air Force last year stunk, but Air Force and Saratori is a very good coach team. I wasn't too surprised by that. And I've heard of them. You, yeah, and you've heard of them. You lose to American International. That's not your coach. That is your players. Three out of four years, that senior group has been the one, one, and two overall seeds in the tournament. You have zero playoff wins. Your players play. They are the Diet Wild. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> you didn't even show up to play. You got burned out by two teams that were so mis- like so terrible, really, really bad teams, and that's what happened. You, it wasn't your coach, you morons. Your players oh, wow. could not show up on the biggest game. You're the diet wild. Congratulations on another regional bid. Hang another banner.
2: Well, uh, you, you have feelings. I it it, it I'm it,
1: it it made me happy. It made me happy. Well,
0: you went on this rant on the uh, Gopher pod or the yeah Gopher podcast. Is yes. That right. Yes. With, Where can we find Josh that? Brandel? on ScoreNorth.com. Oh, great. And wherever you find your podcast, mm. American International College uh northeast 10 conference atlantic hockey conference
2: what state
0: springfield massachusetts so not far from where you
2: i actually do know that school now okay. that i think about it
0: they have 21 varsity teams
1: it looks like they're primarily division two i've never i've never yeah. heard of that. In
2: springfield speaking of mm. uh, when you said
1: jack i mean they played a trap they played a trap they couldn't the st cloud couldn't get into the zone it was embarrassing it was they were schooled by a terrible terrible team
2: What's worse, that or the Holy Cross loss from God knows how many I years ago? I think it's this one. The Actually, first? I
0: think you know what people were tweeting the worst. The worst college hockey losses. Somebody tweeted like the top four or something, top three.
2: I mean, there there have been a lot. And Ho- of Holy
0: Cross didn't year. even make it.
2: Which, that I was, which me. shocked me. That was abs- like the first big one. And
0: I don't, I can't rate them, so that shocked but me I, as well. I, I really, so I'm not defending Holy it. Cross. But sucks. like, I saw three, I saw three rankings of massive I college hockey upsets.
1: And yeah, that one didn't make it. I was really surprised. But, but th- I, and remember I think this one does th- make it. That that sure. was that was that seating that year for the Gopher Holy Crossing was was sixteen one. Wasn't and it though? there, what? No, they were two. Technically, Minnesota was not the number one. Okay. They were two. They were a one seed in their regional, but they were two overall. Okay. And okay. there was some funkiness in the selection committee. They also were playing in a sold out North Dakota crowd, so like they ba- basically were playing a road game. Okay. In at the Ralph in North Dakota, Still, so but
2: not really. terrible be- loss because bad loss Minnesota travels. But but, but or are you it, talking it about St. Cloud?
1: No, I'm talking about the so, Gophers. Oh. That that was a that was a hostile environment. So
0: the Gophers didn't make the tournament. St. Cloud was a top seed and got knocked out by a school I had never heard of in my life until Saturday. They're blue. And Minnesota State, which is, of course, Mankato oh. State, just call yourself Mankato State, yeah. Um. lost in their first round.
1: Game. Blew a three-goal lead. Yeah, yeah and gave up six unanswered goals. Six unanswered goals. Including an empty netter or two, right? Still have not won an NCAA tournament game in program how history. Do you, how does that happen? Yeah. How do you I, give up? Hold my beer, MSU. Hold my beer.
2: There's a lot of beer holding. Yep. This is, but this is the Minnesota hockey elitism at its finest. It is because we always talk about. It. Look at how many. There was an article last week saying the Minnesota could has a chance to do what no other state has done in the in the history me. of athletics. I wrote that article. Probably, if you that was you. I wrote that. article. Look at you. Are you feeling yeah, great? You yeah, wrote that article. Yeah, I
1: wrote that article.
2: And you wrote and you said we could have three out of four teams in the
1: first. We could, floor. and that's never happened. That
2: and that's cool. It is cool, yeah, but it. the problem is, is that there's all we the Minnesota sports culture, especially hockey, just does enough so you can write your article about the potential history. Yeah, but that means only one of them. And granted, I get it. You don't. If one gets through, that's great. But we always get to the doorstep, and then we're like, bye. We'll just lose to some other raggedy team that basically was thrown together two years ago. That is Minnesota sports in a nutshell. I hate hockey. Playoff hockey needs to be here so I can watch something other than the wild. Say bye again. Bye. Bye.